All right. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Zach Rector, and I hope to God, please let this be some clean audio for you guys. I really appreciate all of the love and support. My, uh, Of course, my setup is glitching out right now for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> am I coming out loud and clear or what, guys? Thank you for joining me tonight. I don't know why my, my I'm I'm already getting attacked. We're already getting attacked, folks. Thank you so much. Okay. All right, without further ado, let's get this Sunday session rolling, folks. It is 11/20, 2022. Important dates coming up as we roll into the end of this year. We're going to break down. We have President Biden stepping up with game-changing rules and support for a level playing field. Where have we heard that one before? But we do have the cryptocurrency market absolutely tanking as we speak at the time of this recording. Our Bitcoin is at 16,000. Ethereum is at 1,100 and XRP is back down to 35 cents. Right now we have a situation where uh, the FTX hacker, whoever that may be, is dumping considerable amounts of Ethereum. They still have quite a bit to go, and we're going to get into that here a little bit later. But I just want to say thank you. If you want to support the channel, just remember that you can start by smashing that thumbs up for me, sharing this content far and wide, and everything else is at my website. Okay, let's get right on into it, guys. This is going to be a fun one. We got a lot to cover. Here we go, and our thoughts and prayers going out to everyone in this region. Heavy shelling at Ukraine's largest nuclear plant, you are playing with fire, is what they're calling this one. This is what they're warning right here. Serious situations breaking out over there. We hope that we come to peace here shortly. In the United States of America, we have a recent report. Carrie Lake drops bomb, says that she will become governor after Arizona Attorney, uh, Attorney General's letter. Now, what we're talking about here is the Elections Integrity Unit of the Arizona Attorney General's office has officially demanded a response from Maricopa County pertaining to issues related to the administration of the 2022 general election in Maricopa County. Now, I'm just here reporting the news. Let's fact check that later. We'll come back to that one. But all we can continue to report on is that we want to see all truth uh, revealed and we want that level playing field. So if Joe's going to bring it to us, uh, we'll enjoy the show. We know what we hold and we know where this is going now. <laughs> it gets better, folks. Elon Musk says, and lead us not into temptation. Donald Trump not trying to come back to Twitter just yet, but he has been approved, and they're just getting started with this, folks. The comeback is underway, as we've been warning about on this show for a long time. Mr. Donald Trump is 100% not just coming back to Twitter. He will be in that White House once again, in my opinion. Now, we also have Kanye saying shalom as he returns back to Twitter. How about that, folks? They're coming on back in droves. Twitter has reinstated Project Veritas account. It's happening quickly. I mean, just one after another, a whole shift here is underway. Whether you're rooting for them, whether you're rooting for against them, uh, it's interesting to watch the players and the actors move in real time as we were breaking this down. We are watching now and looking, hoping that some accountability, a level playing field, and the truth will set us free. We understand that. Now, U.S. Senator Josh Hawley demands top Democrats and Biden officials release emails regarding FTX and Alameda Research, along with uh, emails regarding Sam Bankman-Fried. So, 
Josh Howley stepping up. It looks like, you know, the, the House has moved back to the Republicans. The election's still not completely finished. We got the Georgia runoff election, so we're going to continue to watch, and we're going to continue to report on that. Once that's all done, I will give you guys my full, complete opinion and breakdown of the elections. But it's all part of a major shift underway. It's all part of a restructuring and We'll see how far they go as far as far as holding anybody accountable. But the main deal right now is that it's not going to be business as usual. It is going to get shaken up and or it's just going to get stalled out. If Congress is in gridlock and we got President Biden vetoing everything that they pass, whatever that may be, it's all part of the show. We understand that. Regardless, it's up to us to change our situation, start our business, side hustle and make it happen. Now, right now, uh, we got Josh Hawley stepping up, but also. BitBoy Crypto, BitBoy Crypto, and Kevin O'Leary going back and forth. It's crypto drama all over the place, uh, and I'm quite frankly kind of over it. I just want all these bad actors out of here, whether they're shills, whether they were spokespersons for FTX, and they still say that they would invest with Sam Bankman-Fried. According to Kevin O'Leary, he thinks that you know it, money's money, right? Um, anyways, I'm kind of over this, but new breaking drama from BitBoy Crypto. Shows this here. Coindesk did an interview with Kevin O'Leary where he explained that the Celsius network would go to zero. Let me let you guys in on a secret. This was orchestrated by Kevin FTX. You guys ready for the news that's going to rock the crypto world? FTX crashed Celsius. Let's examine what FTX did with the new Genesis, Newcoin, and Reef. Okay, I'm not going to get into this. Here's the breakdown. Right now, there's a, a lot of mergers and acquisitions that are going to be taking place as the bad actors collapse, as the Ponzi schemes fold, as these exchanges go bust, and their insolvency is shown for all to see, and these crypto bank runs persist, and we have the e, uh, FTX hacker going to continue to dump in Ethereum. What's underway right now is everyone going after each other. So right here, he's talking about Kevin O'Leary and FTX trying to bring down Celsius so that they can buy Celsius. Well, in the process, FTX is a Ponzi scheme themselves. They're now going bust because CZ Binance and the other little faction, you got factions and wars right now within cryptocurrency. And then you have different Wall Street backers. You have different entities behind these various groups. And we now know where the money was going off to, you, you know, State Department, Ukraine, back through the exchanges to the donors. Right. And we know how that program was working out. That's been completely exposed. But what's happening right now is a back and forth by the, the industry's largest players. I don't care for the drama. I just want these guys to get the hell out of the way. It's like, yeah, yeah, we knew this was coming. You know, let's just get on with it. Right. We hold utility. We're going to actually solve real problems in the payments infrastructure. Kevin O'Leary <laughs> coming back at him says, bring it on, bozo. I eat guys like you for lunch unless there are too many calories. I'm trying to keep my Adonis figure in shape. So this is just a joke to these guys. Um, and it's, you know, just ridiculous, all this drama, all this back and forth. And for us, for the real players in the space, we just say, get the hell out of our way and let us build real projects, real utility. Now, digital asset investor doing a little bit more research on this situation. This is from September 14, 2021, just last year. This wasn't just a couple of meetings between the CFTC and the SEC government and FTX. This was a constant dialogue, quote, constant dialogue. These people need to be in front of Congress explaining what they are planning. Exactly. We need to start holding people accountable. Let me play this clip for you guys real quick here. This is the FTX US CEO. Okay, let's listen to this clip right here. 
We're, we're looking forward to a lot of the regulatory clarity we're hoping for coming out of the SEC and Chairman Gensler and the CFTC and Chairman Benham. And is FTX in conversations with the SEC or the Treasury Department about regulation going forward in the sector? We're absolutely in conversation with the CFTC and the SEC, um, talking with the staff um, in constant dialogue, both about you know our current exchange and also our future plans. Um, we think that is the only lo- way for long-term uh, an exchange like ours to really um, exist is for us to work cooperatively with them and collaboratively with them um, to figure out the next steps. Any insight into what those conversations are like, whether or not, you know, your positions on how the industry should move forward? The the main insight I'll give is that I think that it's a misconception that either agency wants to stifle innovation. I think they recognize this is an important technology. It's here to stay. The asset class is a multi-trillion dollar asset class. It's here to stay. They want it to exist, but they want it to be fair and orderly, and they want it to be regulated, and we support that. Now, isn't that funny how everyone, everyone who's been sitting down at the table with Gary, gotten the free pass, part of the Ethereum monopoly, like Joseph Lubin and gang, right? They're all speaking highly of the cftc and the sec and that's because they've gotten the backdoor deals they were allowed to operate they were allowed to grow they thought you know they were the chosen ones within the space right and now that this whole thing's been exposed here uh now this next report here from bitboy crypto says that apparently this guy was just caught up in this and maybe that was the case bitboy crypto says that brett harrison who was the ftx or is the ceo of ftx us BitBoy says, I know I am dropping info everywhere right now, but the rumor is Brett Harrison is actually the person who has been outing everything from the inside of FTX. Haven't been able to find anything connecting him to the wrongdoing at this point. May line up. He won't respond to me. Okay, so we're going to watch that one. We're going to continue to watch this drama unfold. But the nightmare scenario is playing out in real time. Let's break this down. Whoever this may be, the FTX hacker is now steadily dumping Ethereum on chain. He just loaded up another full clip of 25,000 Ethereum and has another 200,000 ETH remaining in his main wallet. 270 million incoming spot Ethereum sell pressure. How about that, folks? The FTX hacker hacker can't withdraw 270 million in Ethereum without being tracked. So what does he do? He dumps it on an illiquid day Sunday. Excuse me into a pool with low liquidity, REN BTC, whatever that is, while max shorting Ethereum with private accounts. Next, he'll probably dump the REN BTC while max shorting Bitcoin. Now, this is what I'm talking about, this whole back and forth. And this guy who, uh, the, the major FTX hacker, whoever it is, there was speculation that it was the Bahamas Security Commission. There's people suggesting that it's Sam Bankman fried or somebody tied to FTX. Who knows? But nonetheless, it's fun to watch them play this game out in real time. At least I get enjoyment out of this. As I continue to say, my true sympathy goes out to all the regular users and clients that have lost their money in all of the crypto space going bust, whether it's Celsius, Voyager, uh, no matter where you've invested your money and if that place went bust, I feel for the average user. But for me, um, it is enjoying to watch this unfold right here. We have this hacker trying to get rid of $270 million worth of Ethereum. Now, if you're wondering why we dumped, this is the reason. The FTX hacker decided that Sunday is a great day to dump his $250 million in Ethereum. And we're scanning this in real time on the blockchains. You can see this chart right here next to me. Dump one brings us down, dump two again, and then his third dump. And then he's still sitting on over $200 million that he's going to be dropping. Uh, proper chaos. Huge shout out. Thank you for the gifts there on uh, TikTok. 
and Crypto McDizzle, two spots, super chat. Appreciate you. FTX Crash Luna as well. Exactly. Yeah. And so the fun part here is that we get to watch this in real time on blockchain technology where we can see what, what they're doing to, to make this happen, right? And uh, right here, we've already started to dump pretty hard. Uh, Bitcoin did break down below 16K. I'll get into the charts here at the end of this. But the current situation as we break this down right now, in, in conclusion with the FTX saga, FTX owes its 50 biggest unsecured creditors more than $3 billion. Top 50 claims range from $21 million to $226, uh, 200, $226 million. The largest creditor is owed $226 million. That's unbelievable. Nouriel Roubini. And see, this is where this gives an opportunity for the Nouriel Roubini, the Peter Schiffs of the world. These guys get to come in and they get to hammer crypto. And they get to say that it's all going to zero. And that the only crypto that will ever work, according to Peter Schiff, is gold-backed crypto, which we're trying to catch P Peter up to speed. I would love to chat it up with Peter Schiff. I love Peter's work. But we got to get him caught up. Peter, brother. We already have distributed ledger technology, XRP, and other utility cryptocurrencies that have gold already on the ledger, represented on the ledger. But no, this is the type of ledger that we need to actually have asset-backed tokens. And absolutely, brother, this technology is going to be the future. Like, it's not all just gold, right? And so for Peter Schiff and Noriel Rabini and these types, they're going to come in and they get to absolutely hammer this just like I'm about to talk about here with Joe Biden coming in with the game-changing rules and support for a level playing field. Nouriel Rubini, there is no difference between FTX's FTT and Binance's BNB. They are both vaporware backed by nothing, both gas for fees. As former fell to zero in days, the same should happen to BNB. Like FTT, only 13% of supply is true float. The rest, 150 million BNB in one wallet, BSC token hub, is owned by who, he asked. Yeah, and this is the problem with all these exchange tokens as we've been talking about, right? You got voting rights, what tokens are gonna be listed on the exchange. That's not real utility, right? They're used for gas, they're used for fees. They're basically just used to provide liquidity for these exchanges and to help them cover their ass. We've been warning about exchange tokens from the very beginning. So he is right in that sense. Peter Schiff, the supply of cryptocurrencies is soaring as demand for cryptos is collapsing. Over the past year, the supply of cryptos grew by around 50% to almost 22,000. But during that same time period, the combined market capitalization fell by about 73%. Bitcoin mania is over. Buy gold. Come on, Peter. Yes, we buy gold, we buy silver, but we also need utility cryptocurrencies that are going to be able to represent gold. Other commodities and resources will move across this ledger, as well as providing liquidity in the trillions of dollars every single damn day. Now, I want to show you guys this tweet right here. I responded to this guy, Nick Huber, who's a real estate guy uh, that I follow here on Twitter. He said, is there anybody left who doesn't think crypto is a complete joke? And I retweeted him. I said, yes, 99% of the space is a joke, but we understood that. We have not been fooled by this at all. Not at all. In fact, I was able to trade and short Bitcoin all the way down here to 17K once again. And then I was able to transfer Tether to XRP and get my XRP off the exchanges. So we haven't been fooled by any of this. And we've been warning about this. Yes, 99% of the space is going away, according to Brad Garlinghouse. And from our analysis as well, we don't see a reason or a true need utility problem solve that matters. And we see a whole lot of BS. 
we don't need to get into that in tonight's episode okay we don't need to the, the shillers are falling flat man and they're going broke because the space just can't handle it but this is where they're about to make their move this is where it was put on a platter for joe our president joe biden and good guy gary gensler Good guy, Gary Gensler. Let's get on into it, folks. Kim.com sharing this one. It's an article from Forbes that was hitting and going uh, mainstream here today. As expected, Joe Biden leads critical call for game-changing global Bitcoin and crypto rules after shock FTX collapse. Let's get into the article, folks. Joe Biden leading this critical role, okay? Now following the latest gathering of the group of 20, the G20, after they met Industrial countries in Indonesia, the leaders of the attending countries called the need for international rules to govern the fast-growing Bitcoin and crypto space critical and said potential risk to financial stability needed to be mitigated. Now we scroll on down. We see Joe looking good there, Joe. Good stuff. Good stuff. And this is the statement. Whoever wrote this for Joe, actually, I'm sure he wrote this himself. He says it is critical to build public awareness of risks, to strengthen regulatory outcomes, and to support a level playing field while harnessing the benefits of innovation, end quote. The G20 leaders, including U.S. President Joe Biden, wrote in a statement posted to the White House website following this meeting that they had over there in Bali. So Joe Biden and team, remember, they already issued the one executive order, okay? Now we got good guy Gary, and this is where this whole agenda, this whole group, all of this entity and, and what we're up against here, they come and they act like they're the righteous ones. They come and act like they're the saviors after they let this whole thing build up so so large. They, they let this thing get way out of hand. 20,000 cryptocurrencies before we get regulatory clarity or understand what's a security and what's not a security. Right before, right as we go through the biggest liquidity crisis and recession, when we need solutions like uh, getting away from the fiat U.S. dollar and other currencies that are falling even faster than the dollar. So these G20 meetings, now they finally get together and say, now it's finally going to be time to take action and talk about mitigating risk and harnessing the benefits of innovation. But where is this great for us? They specifically mentioned to support a level playing field. And this is all we've been asking for because we know what we've invested in. I know who runs Ripple. I know who's building out within the XRP ecosystem who's not even tied to Ripple, right? This is decentralization right here. This is the future, but this is unlike 99% of the space. We were never fooled by this. And when they come, when they make their move, as they already have with XRP Ripple, all chips are, they go all in here against Ripple and we see what their hand is. They have nothing. They have nothing. But because the use case, the utility of the cryptocurrency XRP was so important, they had to stall it up because it was so threatening to the existing system. They had to, th they had to stall it up. And in my opinion, they're trying to get on board. Those that can, those that are willing and smart enough to go do a deal with Brad and team, they're getting on board. Hey, Brad, we're going to need you to allocate us a billy XRP, please. We know that you get a re released a billion each month. You return 20% of it back to the escrow and you're releasing about 80% to your on-demand liquidity partners. We understand that. We were just hoping that over the course of a year, you know, you could give us uh, $250 million a quarter and over the course of a one year, you'll have allocated us $1 billion, and we'll buy in at this average price. Thank you. Let's, where, where can I sign, Brad? Thank you. 
This is what's happening behind the scenes is they're ready to kill the rest of the space. The rest of the space is falling flat on its face because it's built on a Ponzi. It's built on nothing. It's a house of cards, as we've been warning about. Now, if I was a broke boy shiller like the rest of these guys that have never had a real business, and I was needing you guys to go use my trading referrals for, for trading crypto, for using the exchanges, I wouldn't be speaking about this. And that's why the rest of them aren't. The rest of them need that. They, they needed to shill BlockFi. They needed to shill FTX and have all these sponsorships and shill all these coins. When we were warning, said, no, this is not it. This is not the way. This is not the future. And this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about right here. Mr. I, Mr. Intuitive, we love him. Trumers only. Altcoin Daily asked, will crypto recover? That's what, he, that's what he put out this morning. Will crypto recover, guys? Oh, oh, no. And this is the same guy that just yesterday says, I own zero XRP, too much risk. The same guy that is today, you know, you know crying here, begging, are we ever going to recover? We have zero doubt about what the hell is going to happen with our utility cryptocurrencies. Zero doubt. It's only a matter of how big are they going to get. And as you guys have been seeing with the calculations and everyone's going to be playing with the calculations till the sun comes up tomorrow and they're going to keep doing it tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that and they just can't wrap their little heads around ODL. And I just continue to reiterate, well, if you stop being stupid and just go listen to Brad Garlinghouse and Ripple, they tell you how it works. They tell you how far along they are. They haven't even put a dent in the payments infrastructure. They've only settled $30 billion on-demand liquidity so far. That's nothing. They're just getting started, but now they have FX corridors fired up in uh, 90% of the FX markets. They have corridors fired up for on-demand liquidity. So we already have 90% of the markets fired up, and we've already processed uh, quite a, a, an excessive amount of transactions compared to the rest of the space for this use case. So we're well ahead of the game. But like I said, everyone wants to play around with the calculations. Everyone wants to do their dance. And then we have these guys, Altcoin Daily. Complete shill of BlockFi, FTX, and anybody else who would cut them a check. We gotta say, we gotta call it like it is. We don't, we don't got time for games. These are people's savings and hard-earned money on the line. These guys that this, this is the problem. This is why I'm going at them. I own zero XRP, too much risk. But it's not just that. They don't just come out that. They come out and they bash. XRP and Ripple. They come out and they misguide people. And whether it's because they're stupid or because they're a shill and they need the checks from FTX, they need the checks from BlockFi. And you can't invest in XRP on BlockFi. So that's why Pomp, that's why Altcoin Daily, that's why all these other shills can't tell you the truth. Because BlockFi doesn't have XRP. And they don't have a real business without shilling. That's bringing you up to speed on the cryptocurrency space and fools like this. I own zero XRP, too much risk. And then today, will crypto ever recover? We are praising God that we get this opportunity to buy these assets on the cheap, on the low, because we know what's going to happen to them. While the rest of everything that you guys have invested in is collapsing and failing, speak for yourselves when you say that the space has gone back five years. That's you folks. Now, and we're seeing it. This is so fantastic, Brad and team. 
ready to eat up the rest of the space. Brad Garlinghouse, who runs the crypto cross-border payments firm, said he would pick over the carcass of FTX. We're going to pick over the carcass of what's remaining in this cryptocurrency space, Brad and team. Now, uh, the block biz found this. Talking about this with a few people, FTX has 65 million XRP in their wallet. Is this what Ripple wants? So we're going to go over, we're going to look over the carcass. And I love that picture of Brad right there. Brad looking so good. And just wait, because this article right here is from the times.uk. Just wait until we win this lawsuit, until we start hitting Main Street, Forbes, CNBC. And it's going to be too damn late. By the time they let the, 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 the cat out of the bag, right? This, this case is over. It's already been settled. They're stalling it out. But all of this misinformation, disinformation, let's do uh, market cap calculations, bro. Let's, oh, you're wrong about ODL. Let's, let's play with our calculators and whiteboards all day. And at the end of it, you still don't even know what the hell you're talking about. I've, I've laid out the equation. I'm, I, I failed math. I failed advanced algebra. I don't care to do math all day. I don't care to play around with the calculator all day. But it doesn't take a genius to figure out what the equation is. To, and now you got to make assumptions. You got to speculate to come up with the equation. But that's what we're doing. This is the exact place that we want to be. Picking over the carcass, the remnants of these little operations that are completely, completely failing. Folks, major, major right here, Spend the Bits. XRP community, we are thrilled to announce that Spend the Bits won the Ripple CBDC's hackathon final round under the interoperability category. Such competitions are a stepping stone, and each experience helps you to learn and grow. We wish to keep achieving heights in the future. Huge shout-out to Spend the Bits. We love to see it. Ripple hosting that um, that uh, hackathon. And actually, I got I to gotta show you later, maybe in my next episode, I'll show you guys who the sponsors were at that event. It was pretty major, some big players, uh, MasterCard and a few others. But uh, Spend the Bits is one of that original utilities. I believe that they were used as an example by John Deaton in, when he filed his amicus brief and when John Deaton made his case. He used Spend the Bits as a uh, decentralized utility without Ripple for the XRP ledger when John Dean was making his case. So that's where spend the bits comes from. And we love to see that. Now, another big question for people in the space is uh, on, we, we know that Ripple can run a private ledger for central bank digital currencies. They can run a private ledger for anybody who needs a private ledger and wants to keep part of their transactions offline or hidden. That's a great use case and need for many central banks and financial institutions. Very important. But um, a lot of people have been wondering and questioning, well, is the price of XRP on the private ledger going to be the same as the public ledger? David Schwartz gives us an answer here today. So someone asked him that, is it possible for XRP to have a value on the private ledger that's different from the public ledgers? David responds, it would be very strange for them to be more than very slightly different. If you can easily move assets between them, why would the value be different? And if you can't easily move assets between them, why would you call both assets XRP? So that's David's roundabout way of saying that it, they're going to be the same XRP on the private and the public ledger. If it's something else, it's going to be something else. It's not going to be XRP, right? Um, but that doesn't mean if they make central bank digital currencies that are built on something else, that doesn't mean that they still can't be oper uh, interoperable with XRP as well. But 
in regards to the private layer that Ripple is building out for CBDCs, I suspect that those CBDCs will be built on the XRP ledger, right? But they'll still have that private ability and they'll still be using the same XRP that we are holding in our little bags. So that's good to know. Thank you, David Schwartz. Real estate update from Wall Street Silver. This, uh, this is not good, folks. U.S. home sales are crashing at their fastest pace since Lehman. Uh, yeah, this is going all the way back to basically uh, 2011 and uh, even further back, 2007, 2008 to the previous crisis. So much of the data taking us back to that point. And this is where what we're excited about here. Um, for us, and where I think so many people get confused is they thought, oh, he's just the XRP guy. Oh, then they figure out that I know more about crypto. Oh, he's just a crypto guy. Oh, oh, wait, this guy runs real businesses. This guy knows what he's doing. Okay, yeah. Okay, and then, okay, he's actually going to move into real estate with the real strategy. And I'm real with you guys. I don't own real estate now, but I've already laid out with you part of my plan, part of my strategy, what kind of businesses I want to build within real estate. But then we, we've broken down all of these uh, asset classes as well. And our complete conversation covers all the way from current events to precious metals and all of the assets that we love to talk about so much, including real estate. And I wanted to make this point. Just this last week, I went and met with my accountant. I encourage you guys to do the same, okay? Get someone good on your team that can help you save money on taxes because if you're bringing it in, the IRS is gonna try to get their cut. And so I highly encourage you guys, as we approach the end of this year, uh, get in touch with someone and they should be on your team, someone that you can really, really trust and it's gonna work with you, work for you, right? Help you save money. Uh, and this is why I'm so, so anxious to get into the real estate asset classes because it's so tax favored. I know I'm a real businessman, I'm a real entrepreneur, so I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna build a real business that will be successful. But I'm so anxious, even though I'm looking at the worst deals ever, just ridiculous deals. I'm so anxious because of the tax benefits. And that's one of the one things that I'm missing right now I can write off portions of my rent um, because I got my office, I got my, you know, using my property, whatever. So there's things that I can still do because I got my businesses, but uh, there are further advantages, depreciation and others too. talk with your tax professional guys right now, specifically because we have just over a month to fix your tax situation before the end of the year. So I highly encourage you guys to do that. Um, and this is why I'm so interested in real estate and why this is such a great opportunity as home sales crash to the bottom. Everyone, all these players that weren't building real businesses in the real estate sector are leaving as well. I heard some statistic about, you know, there's a couple dozen real estate agents that are leaving the, the um, that are not renewing their license in Las Vegas per day. Dozens per day, not renewing their license in real estate. So, I mean, I forget what the number is on how many real estate agents they got. But that's fine. That's not, this isn't a knock on agents or anyone in the real estate deal. This is opportunity. If you're a real player in that asset class, if you're a real player within those types of businesses and services, you will eat up your competition. Just like, I want to relate this back to Brad and team, their new motto, crypto means business. While the rest of the space is failing, while the rest of the space is fading away, wondering if they're even going to make it, and the shills are wondering, are we ever going to recover? Brad and team's ready to eat over the carcass of what's left of these remnants of these folks. Same things happening here, but what, what Brad is doing right here is he's showing everyone this isn't, a, this isn't a joke. This isn't pump and dump. We don't even have a marketing thing. You know, he said when he went on that Twitter space with the Bitcoin Ethereum maxis that are freaking out trying to save the world, um, 
Brad went on there and they all gave him a bunch of shit and he turned around and he says, we don't spend any money on marketing. Like we have, we have no, no, no marketing budget. And then they asked him, what about the escrow account? Well, we don't even put that escrow account on our balance sheet. And then we read his reports and we know that Brad just told us they're sitting on a billy cash. <laughs> so, so while the biggest players in the space, Genesis begging, hopefully they can get a billion tomorrow. Ripple has that billy. It's just, uh, you know, determining what they're going to do with that. You want to go eat a little bit of the remnants of FTX. They got 65 million XRP or whatever that was. Maybe we want to get that on a discount, right? We're going to eat up the space and we're going to show Joe Biden. We're going to show whoever in Congress is going to step up and finally pass cryptocurrency regulations. We're going to go show the SEC. We're going to go show the world in this United States court of law that we did not sell XRP as a security. It is not an investment contract. We are a company that is using a distributed ledger technology. And by the way, it does work really well for us. <laughs> That's the conversation at Ripple right now. Great opportunity to buy the suppressed assets. Real estate is going on sale, but this is where it gets good. And I, this is where I want to get into it. But right before I do, huge super chat to JJ. Last riddle to our host, Zach, doing an amazing job bringing you all the facts. Remove Union Jack, Big Red Cross, and logo will appear. Hashtag incoming. I do not know what riddle that is, but I will take a look at that. <laughs> I don't spend much time in the riddles and the decodes anymore. Uh, and that is because of what I'm gonna, about to show you here next. Folks, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I see we got over 700 in the chat. If we could please smash the thumbs up. We got a couple hundred on TikTok as well. This is the opportunity of a lifetime right here. SMBA acquisition attorney shares us this little quick thread. Seven trillion of baby boomer businesses will be sold by 2030. Now, I'm not going to get into his thread. It's kind of on the basics of buying a business. And it's, you know, he doesn't really drop the secret sauce. But it's a basic outline of what to expect when you buy a business. I want to focus on this opportunity, though, folks. Seven trillion of baby boomer businesses will be sold by 2030. This is the real opportunity for people like us. Not, you, you no longer have to build something from the ground up. You can buy existing assets, just like Brad and team's about to do. Crypto means business, Billy Cash, record on-demand liquidity, and we're ready to go buy up the rest of the space, what is actually left of it that matters. Same thing over here. $7 trillion worth of baby boomer businesses will be sold by 2030. Now, whether that number is exactly right or speculation or however they came up with that, the point is, this is why we call it the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. Business, right now we see this transfer underway. Real estate, you see it underway, okay? In the cryptocurrency space, it's happening uh, nonstop 24 seven, the cryptocurrency space is moving, which makes it so exciting. For me, I am really going to be focusing on getting out my next installment, my next webinar of my business development program because this is what's so important to me. We need people to understand how great this opportunity is and how to take advantage in every single asset class and how to bring in more money. Starting a side hustle, starting a business, or going out and buying an existing one, taking over one. Now, maybe you're an employee for some boomer, part of this, $7 trillion worth of baby boomer businesses. Maybe you're working for that boomer and his kids don't like them. They don't want anything to do with the business. That's your opportunity to step in. That's your opportunity to step up to that challenge, right? And 
you need to understand uh, business. You need to understand selling. You need to understand how to bring in more money right now, no matter whether you have a job or a business. That's the key point. All Everything that I'm teaching, everything that I focus on applies to people that work a job too. So if you think this doesn't apply to me because I'm going to stick to my nine to five and I have a good corporate job, no, it absolutely does because this is part of it. Part of it's making it. Right. The second part's keeping it, i.e., go meet with your accountant before you know before the end of this week, because uh, we have less than a month here, about a month or so, to adjust our tax situation. So we got to bring it in. We got to keep it. Meet with your accountant, and then we got to multiply it. That's what this program's about. Uh, like I said, I'm really focused on bringing about my next installment. My business development program is include included with my Discord group. Just another part of that as well. And what uh, makes our group different is that we're a group of like-minded individuals and researchers. We have all of the basics covered on how to get you caught up to speed, uh, you know, using your exchanges, your wallets and all that. But we're now getting into more advanced topics. And not only do we talk about business, real estate, but we talk about security, how to store your assets, how to do it all. And then I've shown how to trade as well. I don't recommend trading right now, though. Uh, like I said, this liquidity crisis as it expands, trading is not something that I am participating in right now. But I want to continue to bring the most amount of value to my Discord group, my loyal uh, community, okay? Because not only do I try to bring value to them, they bring a tremendous amount of value to me. Big hitters in there, people that are doing real deals that I get to learn from, and then a, a team of people that are helping me bring together, compile our resources, and that are going to help me build out all of these programs and uh, further resources for the community over the next year. I'm really looking forward to this because $7 trillion worth of baby boomer businesses that are going to be going and, and transitioning. This is why we call it the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. I appreciate all of you guys. Everything is at my website. And the other one that I want to mention is if you have a 401k retirement account that has been getting absolutely smacked and you're wondering, what can I do with it? Can I move this around and save it and potentially look at other opportunities? I got a partner who will help you roll over your 401k retirement account to Precious Metals. If you're looking to do that, the link on down below in the description, Precious Metals. And at the very top of my website, there's a Precious Metals link. Both of those will get you in touch with my people. Fill out your information, get in touch, and see if you qualify. Okay? With that being said, uh, thank you so much for helping me grow this community. We just surpassed 49,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you so much, guys. If you guys can smash that thumbs up for me, I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.